Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it's great to have your company today for episode 209. This week on Toy Power, we take a look at all the latest news, and by Jove, there is a lot of news. Then it's straight into a review of Rad Plastic. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Darren. Hello, one and all. Ben. G'day, g'day. And Frank. Welcome back. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? Batman. I just got a new hat. All right, and we're straight into it. And we did want to start this episode by a big shout out to our friend, Brett Owen, it is Toy Fair time again, baby. So good. He put the teasers out and we're just like, come on, give us a day. Give us a day. We, we need it. We need it. Yeah. It, look, it's, it's a fantastic time to know that Toy Fair is back, the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair. And, you know, time flies. This is the seventh year of this wonderful event. Our new venue, and mm. this is a very nice venue. This is actually where we will be hosting our Lego convention, so the oh, one cool. that was oh, nice. used to be at Morfittville, yep, uh, will be at this Woodville Centre. Um, we it's, can go get pizza. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with, Ooh, a, with a case of COVID yeah. from the world famous Woodville Pizza Bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Bit, um, of a, bit of an inside Australia joke, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, for those of you uh, local or geek dudes uh, to the team over there, if you want to get down for a good event. The date is the public holiday Monday on the Anzac Day uh, weekend. So it's Monday the 26th of April. And we've got a bevy of tables, don't we? We've got uh, quite a few there that we will be uh, doing hellos, meet and greets. If you do want to come by and say hello, you can find out more information about this awesome event on the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair Facebook page as well as their website, adelaidecomicandtoyfair.com. All right, jumping straight into the news now. We have our first look at a, well, it's a teaser image, really. We don't get to see the the head. It's more like a sort of a, from a, the shoulders uh, down to the waist shot from Hot Toys. They are teasing their brand new Star Wars one six scale figure that is none other than Boba Fett. But this is the heavily weathered or beat up old uh, armor that he wears. I think it's in chapter 14 of uh, season two where Boba Fett, uh, before he regains his typical armor colors and his shiny, shiny new one, this is his, uh, I don't know, desert commando yeah, sort of look yeah. as we first uh, meet yep. him. Yeah. It's, it's like bro, not bro four, but it's more bro <laughs> Boba. Maybe. <laughs> bro it's, Fett. It's, yeah. it's, it's dad Bob. Boba. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be a builder figure in some black series. I'm sure. That's it. So no, no prices. I mean, it'd, be, it'd typically be about the standard sort of hot toys pricing, I imagine, but no uh, other details. But if you are a fan of uh, dad Bob Boba, this might be the hot toys for you. You can tell this is going to be the start of a, figure that we're going to see in many different iterations oh, yeah. and lines. 
Um, clearly, there'll be a Black Series version. There'll probably be a, a you know vintage collection version. You're probably not as widely done as maybe a Grogu, but no. I reckon <laughs> I reckon it'll be a fairly popular figure. And while while we're They're on probably easy to find in Caradune. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> while while we're on that, I mean the Caradune is an interesting one. Who incidentally does anyone have a a Black Series Caradune in the room? Yes. Yeah. Oh, damn. I did manage to find one as well. Um, I think I just found it in like a Kmart one day and picked yep. up a wave. This is prior to the... Uh, oh, well prior. I mean, I feel yeah, like this figure's been yeah. out for yeah. maybe she a was, good she year. Was, she yeah. was a peg warmer, the, the one yeah. that on the single blister card. Yes, was correct. Was a bit of a peg warmer, yeah. but the Black Series one was a bit of a... I, I feel uh, like that wave, I mean, we don't get a lot in Australia, but I felt like that wave... Just you never saw it. Mm. It was yeah. here and then it was gone and then it never came back. And clearly that's why they were going back and redoing her as another assortment. Um, so so very, that's the one that got cancelled? Like yeah, basically a redo, a redo of the Black right. Series in her show accurate colours. Yep. The one Ben was talking about, they did some kind of end credits artwork figures. They did an assortment oh, where they the took... blue? Yeah, she yes. was wearing yeah. kind of like the blue and they, they redid them all to look like the end credits art. And the other one, the other Karajune figure that's, I think, going to be made and is going to be released is the kind of vintage style figure. So not vintage collection, but they're made to look like they were done in 78. Right. And that's got, that assortment's got a Karajune. Well, I've well, heard... Well, that means it won't look like her, so no, that's correct. Fine. It's very, <laughs> very caricatured. Who wants to uh, play the music? These, I remember when Palisades did Muppets figures, I think in the early 2000s, and they were incredible. This was like a company, much like McFarlane was kind of pioneering modern toys back out of the late 90s. I felt like Palisades was really a top-shelf producer of action figures. and They had the Muppets line for for a long, long time, and they did some massive box sets of, you know, Swedish Chef's Kitchen and and the Beaker's, you know, lab- think, laboratory. Think of World of Simpsons with all yeah. the uh, additional yeah. play function centres and things. Exactly. That's what you got with this. But, but kind of like playmates. on steroids. Uh, yeah, oh, sorry, the, uh, you got with the Muppets. So, yeah. Yeah. And they had, a, they had a Sesame Street line. If you go to Blake Wright's book, Toys at Time, Forgot Volume 1, he does delve into that, which is fascinating. But um, Diamond Select Toys have been doing a bit of the Muppets stuff. And there is a new listing for the best of assortment. Um, They're going to be re-releases from figures that featured in the Muppet Select line and new deluxe packs with plenty of accessories. I think they're coming in two packs. So we're getting Mm -hmm. Kermit and Miss Piggy, Fozzie and Gonzo, Rolf and Scooter, Dr. Bunsen, Honeydew and Beaker and the Swedish Chef. Each set priced at $24.90 USD, which I think is... Really, really good value for yes. two figures of, of this quality. They look sensational. Yeah, they, they do. really do. Yeah, walked you, right off the screen. Yeah, and but you can't tell that they're like proper plastic toys. They've gone no. to that next level, and it almost looks like Kermit's flopped. That's how awesome the paint jobs and things are. Yeah, so. and I'm curious with the the chef being the only sort of solo character in this. That his scale is obviously going to be a bit bigger if he's at the same price point as the others. My one thing, and I, I, I love Kermit. But just his eyes, his yeah. eyes aren't doing it for me. They kind of and and I guess when you think of Kermit, you're used to that 
the the wild variety of expressions he has on his face, going from you know happy smiling to shock. Oh my god, the show's going off the rails. And the the, the eyes on this, I don't know. I got to say, he looks a bit stoned. To they've, be completely they've, honest, like <laughs> he's been licking something in his pond. I reckon <laughs> they, they they really you you've spot on there, Frank. They've messed something up with the eyes. But interestingly, a lot of cool accessories mm. in there as well. Like there's even a what is it? The, like a baby Kermit in the pack. There's like oh, a, the like, little the, um. Yep, I forget the name of it. There's yes. a little dog with a, a bowl. There's a little stool. Like it, yeah. for for twenty five dollars US, you're getting a lot of a lot of uh, figure. What sort of scale are these? I couldn't get an idea of the the scale of these figs. I I they look small. Like mm. you know, when I'm looking at them here, they look like they can't be much more than a four four five inch figure. But I thought that these were. Certainly when Palisades did them, they were a decent size. And Diamond Select does play around in that sort of seven-inch space. Mm. They, they do sort of a good six, seven-inch figure. So, yeah, uh, look, they, I can't imagine them being huge yeah. for that price point. Exactly right. So, yeah, very cool. Mm. Mortal Kombat. So we have McFarlane toys have officially announced their Commando Spawn 12-inch scale figure. Right. Notice I didn't say action figure. No. It's just a There's figure. Not a lot of action going <laughs> on with this guy. So this is the Dark Ages skin. So the figure is based on one of the skins from Spawn from Mortal Kombat 11, a video game. The figure is listed as a static figure. No mention of articulation. So I was quite like, oh, who is going to buy that? But I suppose... It's a pretty cool pose. It's a pretty cool figure. So maybe it will sell well. I'm not sure. The, the comments I saw were just like, call a spade a spade. It's a statue. Yeah. Advertise yes. it yeah. as a statue yeah. and you're not going to get people sort of arcing up over yeah. it. Yeah. I had a 12-inch spawn back, you know, early 2000s that sat next to my computer. It was probably a 12-inch, you know, mm. very basic, you know, you think of, close your eyes, think of spawn. That's yep. what I had. Holding a massive gun and things. And it, it was awesome, zero articulation. Yep. You know, I could take his gun out of his hand. That was the most articulation <laughs> I got out of uh, the character. Uh, so this sp- version of Spawn includes a gun, a necroplasm flame, and a display stand designed to accentuate all the details in the figure from cape to boot. Price and release date have not yet been announced as of this point. So watch, uh, yeah, watch those news spaces, I guess. It'll be interesting to see the price, but that's... Mc- that's Todd McFarlane for you. Yeah. I, I want him standing this way. Yep. That's what everyone has to have yeah, him. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, look, I don't, I don't mind that. It's, it's weird, though, because it looks very much like the other Mortal Kombat version of Spawn we got. And, he, yeah. you know, he came with various different re-releases with different weapons. Yeah. He came with the sword and the... This is double the size, though. Oh, this is this double is 12, the size. This well, is this is, Okay, right, yeah. yeah so it's, it's totally different. It's yeah. Totally new space. Yeah, yeah. no, look, interesting. Um, the one thing, there's a line of June figures that McFarlane has done and he put out the basic kind of six-inch figures which are very much like your DC articulated. They've got a builder figure. You build, build Raban the Beast, um, played by our friend Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. But then they did a giant Baron figure and he was pretty much a statue. He's floating but right. pretty much not articulated yeah. in that 12-inch scale. So this maybe is, a, is sort of along that line because um, that's the first time I've seen McFarlane do that kind of non-articulated larger scale figure in a line. In, in, in modern days. Yeah, I, like I as of gu- recent. I can guarantee of, he's done it. As of yeah. like since yeah. he sort of yes. launched his yes. new DC license yes. and that yeah. sort of thing. So yeah. 
All right. Uh, looking at some other news now, we have seen uh, there was some teaser images for this a few days prior, and now we've seen this is what's known as the Fighting Armor Wolverine figure. Uh, who does this? This is coming from... Sentinel. 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 Okay. Um, and this is kind of like if you imagine in the same way the the bat suit is a, a suit of armor or you think even Iron Man sort of thing, uh, imagine one of those but done in Wolverine classic uh, blue and yellow colors, even to the point where where Wolverine's face normally would be. There just seems to be either a gap or a, a face mask, a face shield, I guess. So it could literally be anyone in the suit pretending to be Wolverine. That's kind of what we're talking about here. This is a uh, highly articulated six and a half inch figure. Some of the pieces on this will be die cast, which I think is is interesting. If, if I tell you what, if his damn blades aren't die cast, then they're, <laughs> then they're doing it wrong. Um, though the figure will be mostly plastic, interchangeable hands, so you can have the claws uh, popped or not. Uh, and a figure stand as well. So this is about 11,000 yen, which if you do the maths, comes out to about $104 US, uh, set to release in June. And so a lot of these sort of um, more, I guess you'd call it almost Japanese manga style, uh, the articulation looks crazy. You can can get in those real low crouch um, positions, and, yeah, it could be a a good little centrepiece if that's your thing. Mm, Definitely. So NECA uh, have lost the Godzilla license. Obviously, Super 7 have picked that up, and uh, it's that's unfortunate. But it's interesting to note that they have kept the Godzilla license, right? So instead of just pre- reproducing another Godzilla and things, they've sort of done something different, and it looks like they're doing some creatures, some weird sort of dinosaur creatures uh, pack, which I, I really I think these are cool. These throw back to those rubbery monsters that you used to pick up for you know, a couple of dollars mm. uh, at any shop, you know, like the green um, sort of frog-looking... Why did you, like, put on your hand like a puppet oh, type not thing, really. No, I'm talking, like, more the static, the sort of green and yellow... Uh, like hard plastic. Hard plastic, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yep. uh, no articulation, you know, rubbery jaw and sure. things like that. Yep. It, some some of them used to press the belly and they'd squeak and things. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think, I think these guys look very similar to those sort of 80s generic dinosaurs sort of thing. So uh, this is King Kong figures from NECA. They've got a poster about a new photo that looks to tease a creature pack. Uh, while not exact, the bear, a striking resemblance to creatures found in the original King Kong film from 1933. Oh, right. wow. the, uh, the pic uh, we've got here shows us a pterodactyl and a two-legged lizard crawler. So no additional details were shared. But uh, I watch this space because I look at this and I think, okay, I could buy this and have it as a background creatures that He-Man's fighting. You know, I could yeah, buy this and have this, lot, you know, it? and have this as creatures that the turtles have come across in the sewer. You know, the the possibilities are um, outrageous for what Absolutely. a photographer or what you you know you can mix match. Limited right? merely by your imagination. Exactly. I I, I think they're cool. And, and do we, on them. Do we think those wings are some sort of cloth, or they look like sort of hard I, that, rubber? No, I think that's hard rubber. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. Uh, They'll be jumping into cloth in a six or seven inch scale just yet, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how well or well not their articulation is because it looks like the the smaller dinosaur ha- or monster has an articulated jaw, uh, same with the pterodactyl, but uh, not much more articulation mm-hmm. from these shots. But um, I, I, I like it. I I can't think they're cool. <laughs> cool. So speaking of NECA, we have some news from the. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon series. So, NECA have shared new photos for their up-and-coming Teenage Mutant Ninja 
Turtles cartoon series, Turtles in Disguise, 7-inch scale, 4-pack. The figures and accessories pay homage to the Fred Wolf cartoon series as they don human-like disguises to stay hidden in the city. The set includes all four turtles with a number of accessories. Now, we've seen these tees. They were tees with those horrific sort of bank robbery-style masks those, on Elmer, them. Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd. Yeah. Um, I've got to say, seeing the shots of them just with their fedoras and the coats, I kind of dig it. I also love the fact that what you, uh, as someone who has all the other NECA figures, yep. you're basically getting alternate heads for you all are. four turtles. And now yeah, each cool. one can have its unique head. Because yes. prior to this point, you've got head sharing, yep. right? Yep. Um, just because there aren't enough unique heads to go around. This one, so this really comes with, you know, one set of heads with two new expressions. Um, Mikey and Raph kind of have the tongue out and... Yeah. So you get like I said, there's got like stern or action poses, and then another set where they're smiling, and there's there's you know some with the tongue out, some are just sort of like a closed mouth smile. Um, they're they're really cool. Yeah. So the hat is the hat, the fedora. Does that go on the head? Is yeah, that how that it works? Sits yes. on the head. It sits it, on the head. Yeah. It's completely removable, but the pants are not. Yeah. No, that's the pants yeah. cannot yeah. be removed. But I suppose well, you're not buying these for your, you know, typical turtles. You're buying these to have the trench coats on. Yeah, yeah you absolutely. Are. Yeah. If you're buying them and you've already got the other four, you probably don't want to take the pants off anyway. Yes, very no, that true. Makes sense. And they used to make a big deal of <laughs> this in the cartoon. You know, they do the Humphrey Bogart impersonations when they go up to the surface. So I think these are cool. Harken back to that that wave that's almost unobtainable from playmates with the undercover turtles, but they're obviously true to to the animated style, which which um, gives Super 7 enough room to go and do something more rooted in the vintage toy line mm. down the track. But no, I think these are terrific and great way for, for uh, NECA to show us that you know they're really serious about going deep and addressing some of the things that, that people have waited a long time for. Yeah, and there's some other very cool accessories. We get a boom box, which is from some of those famous scenes. There's a couple of different types of pizzas, whole pizzas rather than just slices. Yep. There's a little pigeon peat in there as well. Yeah, I love that um, The uh, boom box. I think the boom yeah. box is cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I was uh, just a segue to that. I was at Bunnings and they've got the hard electrical waste, yep. you know, that you throw in and I'm just walking past and they had the, one of those retro 80s boom boxes there. <laughs> I'm like looking around. Oh, I wonder if anyone noticed if I just nicked that, you know. Like, just walk yeah. out with it on your yeah, shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Making my own beats. Just, my, yeah, yeah, just pretend you took it in. Yeah. Did anyway, you get sorry, it out or? No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't that. It probably didn't work. But yeah, no, that's probably why I was in there. But I just, you know, that, that nostalgia rush. It's like, oh, man. I do. So why would anyone want to throw that away? <laughs> exactly. It takes you right Fools. back to the moment yeah. when you remember. Yeah. yeah. The skateboard's cool as well, I reckon. And, yeah, all of them. I, I can't wait. For that pack, I think that. So you in? Definitely. Yeah. You've also got a baseball hat. To yeah, a little baseball one, cap, yeah, white one. baseball cap. Yeah. What, yep. what about you, gentlemen? I'm, I'm almost considering it just for the heads, to be completely yeah, honest. Yeah, that cool. sounds silly when you sort of say it out loud, but I, you know, those I, I love the actually the, the the wave one figures, and that's probably an important point. There's the the two waves of the turtles we've gotten from NECA in this style, yes, but there's true. two different paint jobs. Yes. Yep. One with more the neon green you saw in a lot of the marketing. This is very much that wave one yep. olive it green definitely stuff. Is, yeah. I'm considering it. So it's, it's probably going to be about based, well, if you look at the cost of their two packs, we're probably talking $100. 200 uh, between 200 and $250. $100 yeah. US, I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. So yep. by the time we get it here. Yeah. Absolutely. Trent, is this something the T stop is going to. No. I, look, I think I can, <laughs> I can miss this one yep. because like, I'd love to get the set if I had room. But I tell you what, those heads, 
you know, I mean, that that's what I would want. I, yeah. If I could just buy the heads for yeah. 20 bucks, I would do that. Yeah. Mm. I don't need the other figures. Funnily enough, during the week, I got a loot crate. Yes. And this was the final loot crate in the kind of the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, set that NECA had put out. The and, offerings, yep. Yeah, and mm. look, I, I love that. That I think the first one we got might have been the Splinter. That was it separate. So it was the Shredder. Right. Shredder, was, yeah. yep. Shredder, I loved. I thought that was fantastic. And then we got the Electrocuted Turtle, which mm-hmm. I was like, eh, not that, not that great. Mm-hmm. Funny you made really that sad because that's yeah, pretty much pretty the sad face of the game. <laughs> the, the Electrocuted one. Love the, the loot, like the T-shirts yeah, yeah. and the little t- yep. the lenticular TV. Yep. This one arrived during the week and basically I was almost disgusted by the figures. Like I just mm-hmm. had no connection to them whatsoever. To me they were like just hulking pieces of junk to be honest I, I know I'm I, wow. I hate oh, to say so it this is the, the bunny suit yeah, Rocksteady bunny and yeah, Bebop yeah, yeah. in the bunny suits I kind of feel gypped because I thought when I subbed I was only going to get Shredder yeah. right? and then I'd just uh, I'd have to opt in because I didn't opt in to pay the whole lot I just wanted Shredder but then I received the second crate and I'm like oh crap I'm, I've subbed yeah. or, and I don't know how to sub out no. and then I got annoyed man I'm, now I'm going to miss out on Bebop because I didn't sub, oh, I didn't pay didn't for the, the whole extra, lot. Yeah. So I'm going to get Rocksteady soon. I think it's waiting at the post office as I. Um, yeah, because you, know, you only got that. the B Correct. If yeah. you went in yeah. all in, which yes. you went, you kind of did by default. I, I could have. And it was I the same easily, cost. Um, the same cost. Paid for? No, you had to pay up front. You had to pay up front. So I could have easily yeah. paid up front, but I thought I was only if I only paid one, yeah. I would have you know all in or just just you know cherry pick. And I thought I was cherry picking. Yep. And then when the electric. Turtle came. I'm like, oh, you're in. Oh, now I'm a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> but look, yep. to be honest, um, you're, not missing much. you're not missing much. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm a bit of a completer. So now that I've got them, I'm like, well, I might as well keep them. But yeah, are you going to move? I've, I've already found a seller for mine. They'll yeah. they'll go this a weekend. Buyer. Uh, buyer, yeah, yep, that yep. one. <laughs> the one where they take yeah. it off your hands and give you money. I found me. I'm the seller. <laughs> Here I am. Yeah, I'm I, I saw myself in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I've already I've, – I just uh, – some of the loot in that – and I won't go into spoilers because Ben hasn't got his, but some of the loot in that was quite pretty cool. pretty cool, yeah. But the figures, I'm just like, I, I, I don't love these. And no. I had someone contact when I, I posted on a, a Turtles page somewhere going, oh, yeah, mine's, you know, on the way. And this guy hit me up and goes, what – are you, are you in love with those figures? I'm like, no, do you want them? And he's like, yep, do them at cost. So basically that part of the subscription doesn't cost me anything. And, but funny thing is you look on eBay, those they, things, they're going, going for, for like 350 yeah. 400 But I could not find one cheaper than 300 bucks for the pair. Yeah. yeah is that right? Australian, yeah. yeah. So if you want to make some money back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm tempted. <laughs> You're not going to miss them. No, right. I don't think I will. I don't think I will. Look, we'll move on to Popeye the Sailor Man. And wow, I don't know. This has been around forever. This cartoon. I'm, I don't for me when this first screened. But Boss Fight Studios has shared some 3D designs for their Popeye, Olive, Peel, Bluto, and Castor Oil figures. And um, the figures have been digitally sculpted, which is one of the common sculpting methods used by toy manufacturers today. And they'll include multiple interchangeable hands, character-specific accessories, and much more. Uh, they're between five and six inches tall, depending on the character, and they will be closer to scale to the the recently released Sam and Max figures that Boss Fight did. Look, Boss Fight Studios do some amazing figures, super super great quality. I've got a lot of the Bucky O'Hare, and mm. um, tremendous, but you do pay a lot pound for pound for these figures. I think they're like a Bucky O'Hare is is a thirty five dollar US mm. priced yeah. figure. Yep. 
the the issue that I think boss fights coming up, and look, these are great because they're very cartoon accurate. To me, they look like what he looked like in the cartoon. But boss fight are competing with Mezco, who have put out probably like yeah. a more realistic yeah. If he was a real person, yeah, yep. he's got a bit of a. You can tell he's still like cartoonified with his features, but it, yeah, it's sort of like as a as a real person. Um, so this is going to be I don't know a tricky sell perhaps. Mm for boss fight, um, but very, very cool figures and great to see toy companies doing something a little bit out of the box. Yep, definitely. Speaking of out of the box, uh, this is uh, – now, we all love a good crossover on Toy Power. Love crossovers. This one, I I'm, I'm still haven't quite made up my mind of it. Those who have read the current run of the Boom Studios comics of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers are probably also the type of people who are buying the Lightning Collection figures. Well – if you've read that and you're collecting the figures, be prepared to add some very stout and sort of uh, rounded shell type Power Rangers to your collection because there has been a leak and all it is is text on a screen at this point, no images, but we are getting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the Lightning Collection. Mm, wow. Very interesting. So as a Hasbro figure. How crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That is cool. It's very yeah. cool. So they've done a few um, in the Lightning Collection that are part of this uh, comic run, so it's not a, okay. it's not a, a huge okay. surprise, but you would think with the, the licensing stuff, and yeah. it's obviously got to go through Playmates and all these sorts of things. So, um, But it's happening, and for anyone who's So read- this is uh, – sorry, is this confirmed news now? Like we've seen a listing – in a computer, is that, or if we had actual confirmation? I, it's a very good question. I, I've seen. What was interesting is I follow one of the um, Marvel Legends designers, Dan Young, I think his name is, and he's very active on Twitter and all the rest of it. And even he went, "Oh my god, wow!" And everyone's like, "Oh, so it's confirmed?" He goes, "Oh, whoa, 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 hang on a second, <laughs> Marvel Legends. I'm not privy to what the Lightning team is doing." I'm not confirming anything. Just so, saying this would be cool if it happened. Exactly, yeah. right? So uh, you're right to that point. Yeah, I don't yeah. know there's an official confirmation of it because, honestly, it was text on the screen. I yeah, could have sure. made that picture in five minutes. You so know, It's funny. When I first saw, um, read that, the first image that ran through my mind was the – Power Rangers Next Mutation crossover. Yeah, that it's not that, thank 90s. God. <laughs> it's no, not. no, it would be that, but it's just funny that we yeah, yeah. might take you. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm keen for the Green Ranger crossover shredder. shredder. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, hopefully I get a single pack, but I'll buy a double pack if I have to um, to get. A, to get, yeah. 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 Look, I wouldn't be surprised if this is going to happen just based on how deep and varied the Lightning Collection is to this point. They've got... You know, for every type of Power Rangers fan, not just the sort of stuff we grew up with, with your your Mighty Morphin style, there's a figure for every type of fan out there. And look, given the success of these comics, kind of makes sense. We we wouldn't have said a couple of years ago we were going to see a Batman and TMNT uh, crossover figures, but we got those. So so I guess anything's possible. That that's my only fear that it'll be a exclusive, and it'll be so damn hard to get that the aftermarket prices will be. You know, warranted. Oh, it's I feel, expensive. you know, like Hasbro getting yeah. these, I feel like that won't happen. I mean, it could. Who, who did? Uh, DC Direct did right. those Batman okay. yeah. yeah. ones. They were tough okay. to get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and oh, they so are, they're, 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 that's not a really a mainstream yeah. manufacturer. Yep, they're direct yep. to comics. I reckon yep. if Hasbro's got it, yeah, should be okay. Okay, fingers crossed. We'll see. Absolutely. Exciting news. Master of the Universe. And according to Planet Eternia, these are the first waves of the Masters vs. figures. So we have Masters vs. Wave 1 due in August, which includes a Revelation Battle Cat Deluxe, Revelation He-Man, 
Revelation Oversized Skeletor, <laughs> Masterverse Wave 2, October, Revelation Skeletor Classic, Revelation Evil Lynn, Revelation Mossman Classic. Okay, before we go on, can we just address this classic thing? Because to, <laughs> to me, you've got two monkeyers on the same figure. You've got Revelation, which is the new yep. Kevin Smith cartoon. Yep. Cool. Very, you know, well, I guess we haven't really seen the designs, but we're thinking it's going to be a... Obviously, a new take on the character. What do we think? And not all of these figures have the word classic after them. What do we think that is? Any any theories? Uh, I, I think it's more. I think it's more uh, toy accurate, maybe. Yeah. Or, so is that not what we're getting with Origins? I don't though? know, man. It's like Revelations <laughs> well, classic uh, comic book style. <laughs> Tim you retro, know, maybe, you know, whatever. And until then, we uh, see yeah. the tune, maybe there's more than one design that appears in animation. And one's closer to the classic, and one's you know breaks into more its own thing. Yeah, within those first two waves, you've got oversized skeleton, which I'm going to assume is like as opposed a to a six inch figure 12, would be twelve yeah, inch. Yeah, yep, yep. yep agree. Probably the same thing. But then you've got Revelation Skeletor Classic. So, are we getting a Revelation Skeletor as he appears in the cartoon, or are we not getting, getting well, that in the first two waves? It's interesting because this is they're all branded Revelation. Correct. So to me, that's. The comic. That's the cartoon, right? It's yeah. based on Revelations. Now, classic to me almost refers to the style of figure. So when you think about Masters of the Universe classics, it's a seven-inch figure, it's fully articulated, and it's done in a kind of all or bringing, you know, a few things together. All-encompassing, yeah. all right? Yeah. So I think you could almost have Revelations done in the classic style, right? So like a classic... We saw like a Moss Man. That would be how I explain it, is it's a classic style of figure in that it's seven inches tall. Mm-hmm. It's got this, the articulation points that we know from classics figures. It's got the physique of a classics figure, but it's done in the style of what Moss Man looks like in Revelations. Yep. 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 Right, but then... then right. So just, then what <laughs> when it doesn't say classics, yeah. what is it? That's what I'm that, asking. That's yeah. the bit that I don't, that I don't get. <laughs> like... And the next wave is truly interesting because none of them say classic in the next wave. We have Revelation Teela for Wave 3 in November. Man at Arms. Sorry. Classic. Does say classic. classic. Yep. yep, sure. Sorry. Yep. And so does Spike War. <laughs> but none but of them have Neither that. does Beastman. No. Got a little carried away with my excitement. My apologies, gentlemen. Well, uh, Re- Revelations Mossman classic done in the 2000X form, <laughs> but ba- ba- based uh, on 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 the Beastman, you know, um, Lords you know, of Power. Lord, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What was yeah. it they used to? There was a term they used to use. Hyper, hyper, hyper detailed, detailed or something. Yeah. That yeah. was like you know to explain 2000X yeah. is done in a yes. hyper detailed yeah. style. Um, <laughs> oh, look, anyone's guess that yeah. they've kept. A lot of the designs for Revelations fairly tight lipped. Mm. We don't really know. We got the song, Kevin Smith yes. releasing, you know, yep. the, the song that I think and we the talked about. And the transformation yeah, sequence. But but like a lot of the animation and the looks have been kept secret. The big exciting part of this news for me, as someone who's sitting here in Australia with Origins having been released as the Walmart exclusive, we've seen Origins figures coming through on Amazon. So if you're willing to take the punt on it being put into like a shoebox <laughs> and kicked down the street, um, people have been getting those. Yep. But we haven't seen Origins at mass market. And I don't yep. think we will. And we no. probably won't. It's not looking good. We, we are paying collector prices to get Origins, which are as much as $30 to $40 for the figures, depending on whether they're basic or deluxe. 
These are coming in at $25 US, which will probably equate to about $40 Australian. Mm -hmm. I think that's fantastic news for this line that, you know, they're not that much more it's, than what we would quite pay for an Origins yes. list. Yeah, yeah. For, for a adult orientated, there'll be more paint-ups yep. and everything, uh, more, you know, sharper weapons and things like yeah. that. Because what are we used to? I mean, we're used to going on to Super 7 website right now Getting a ultimates figure mm -hmm. for hundred bucks, yep, hundred bucks Australian. We're just not used to getting like a classic style of figure, seven inches with all the articulation, all the paint apps for like forty bucks. Well, except for uh, except for DC. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, you know, I'm, you're just talking about masters. Like masters, yeah, we, yeah, we're conditioned yeah, yeah. to pay yeah. collector yes, prices. Yes. Yeah, we are. So this is a breath of fresh air, in my opinion. Yeah, like I think um, Todd's done a fantastic job for quality and price point. Yep. And, you know, we know Black Series and we know that sort of stuff has been creeping up. Marvel Legends, we're mm. talking about price increases going yes. to 2021. I'm, I'm very happy with the news. These are going to be $25 US. Yeah, so am I. Uh, very exciting times. And is anyone in apart from me? Or I, If I can make space, I'll be in on these. <laughs> yep. I think I would sooner buy the Revelations than, like, go all in on, like, Origins, for yep. example. Yep. To me, as we sort of discussed at length, you know, if you already have a pretty sizable vintage collection, there's probably not a lot in it for you other than, say, a Scareglow or a Ninja or a Hard to Find. I was just going to say, some this, of those hard to find ones you could flesh out. Correct, yeah. correct. But this, a, a, a new spin. I, like, I was big on the 2000X series because I was yeah. like, it's He-Man, but not He-Man. He looks totally different. I'm into yeah. that style. If this is anything close to what we've seen in 2000X, I'm, I'm probably going to buy them. I've got my classics. That's where my yep. passion yep. lies. It's a great. So, yeah. That's a great end point. Yeah, classics. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's, it's a nice, other. neat bookend. I love that. The other thing we got some news on was some more origins figures, and so exciting. These popped up. We got some names like uh, Web Store, uh, Stinkor, Green Goddess, which is cool, Faker, Deluxe Mosquito, Deluxe Hordak, and the Wind Raider. And the one that excited me. To no end was the Lords of Power Beast Man. That's interesting, yeah. Because yes. we got the we got the PowerCon kind of five pack or whatever it was with all the Lords of Power. Yep. And that thing is just stupidly expensive. Yep. Like it's just to me almost criminal what what is being charged. That and I understand the logic. But yeah. I think I was because I, I think I saw it on Big Bad Toy Store and I'm like I can I can still get this and I'm paying like $100 Australian per figure. Oof. Like it was just by the time I ship it and do yep. the conversion, yep. it was just a ridiculous thing. I would love it if eventually they they le sort of, you know, seep out each of the Lords all, of Power. Or five of them. Or five yeah. of them yeah. eventually. Yep. Yep. With, really, a, with really cool. a slightly different paint yeah. job or yeah, a, different a different paint necklace. Job. Or but different, they're, they're different yeah. enough looks that yeah. I think they're warranted to have. Because Merman's getting one, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Now, how did you – I wanted to ask this question, Darren, you might know. How do you get the Merman? Was it like an exclusive of somewhere? No, I believe it's in the, the wave that follows the one. Right. So it's just, again, it's just a normal, yeah. Yeah, it's a normal, a normal release. wave, yeah. There's, there's some repaints in it. There's a version 2 of Evil Lynn and right. a few other things. Uh, Fisto's also in that wave. I don't know that we have quite the, the firming dates that we, we have for this one yet. You know, and and deluxe mosquito. It's interesting. Yeah, well, look, that, that'll a, be changing out chest plates and I things. Yeah. That'll yeah. be, okay. be like you know, like deluxe clamp champ and deluxe, deluxe ram man. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. yeah. they Which, were never traditionally deluxe no, figures. Right. Yeah, yeah. And even the battle armors are deluxe. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of in the deluxe yeah. banner. 
Got it. Got to say, Ram Man is awesome. Oh. His alternate head with well, the mask. Yeah, you know, over it. I love to me, it. Yeah. have you seen got, one in real life yet? Or? No, no, no. He's got a um, Rotar vibe yes. to that. Yes, he does. Good call. Head, which yeah. is like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very nice clever. Yeah. Now I hear the Hordak for this wave is Buzzsaw Hordak. Right. Oh, cool. Yeah, oh. right. Nice. Which was also not that deluxe card. If Correct. you remember in the vintage Correct. lines, mm. yes. so, very interesting. Very good. Darren, do you want to take us through some Masters of the Universe movie news? So we have some news of sorts regarding the Masters of the Universe movie. Noah Santino is quoted to say, I won't be doing Masters, but I will be doing Black Adam this year. So what do we all take from that? Is the Masters of the Universe film cursed, or is it just that Noah Santino won't be doing it in the year 2021? Well, I think basically when you look at uh, all, a lot of the movie studios have had to pivot because of COVID and, yep. and all sorts of stuff. There was we heard news earlier that the Motu film was remo- it had a release date at one point that I think was supposed to be in twenty twenty one originally. Past, yeah, it was been and gone, and it was even removed from their slate yep. when yeah. they announced a whole bunch of other movies coming out. Because this is with Sony. Sony. Yeah, it was yeah. announced the same day as the Mortal Kombat film. That's right. So I don't think I think it's still. Going ahead in some fashion, I just remains the thing is the longer it drags out, eventually Noah's going to go. Do you know what? I'm sick of doing all this training and we're not filming it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> out. Basically, or I'm like, too old for, for <laughs> He-Man. I'll play Randall. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but that end, he can't keep himself, you no. know, sitting on the couch waiting, waiting for that for phone call to say, Correct. right, come and do. We, we, we're shooting today. Come and do it. Like he's yeah. got to, he's got, got other look after himself yeah. and make sure he's got an income coming in. Of so, course, yeah. I reckon personally they're, they're waiting now at this point to see how how the cartoons and all the yep. merchandising following the cartoons do on Netflix before they commit to a to a film budget. But that, that's just my take. Yeah, yeah. it'll be interesting to see. Mm, interesting. Speaking of something interesting, we have our good friends, the Todd, uh, done another tease that he's very good at doing. This is just a single, it wasn't a 25-minute video for a change, which is <laughs> nice, but this is just a single shot of the Violator. Now, those who know their Spawn, this is kind of one of the big bads from Spawn, and it seems to be just a prototype. It's all in the one single color, all orange, but the detail on this figure is absolutely insane. Next level, isn't it? Amazing what you can um, create out of a chisel. Like, I'm just, uh, <laughs> that is the strangest twisty I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah. Someone, someone's opened up their chisel pack and they're like, violate yeah, shape. Yeah, I'm going to put yeah. this on eBay. Yeah. million bucks. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, no no other news, no ETA. It's even a little bit tough to sort of gauge the scale of this. I mean, I think it's got to be bigger than your sort of standard six, seven-inch figure just based purely on the bulk of it. But, um, yeah, keep your eyes out for that one. I'm sure Todd will do another video soon enough and he'll be throwing it around the room as he does. All righty. It's time to move on to trailer news and Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer has dropped. This is the full version of the... I guess, director's cut, the four-hour-long cut. We knew that it was always going to be four hours long, coming to HBO Max. And at one point, I think they were going to do it as um, four four episodes, four-part series, but I think that got too complex in changing it from a movie to a kind of serialised television show because they're under totally different arrangements and they had to do redo everything. So I think it just became too complicated. But the trailer is out now. And there is some pretty cool-looking sequences. It's a whole new movie. Yes, <laughs> like it, It's pretty crazy. It's yeah. Well, you know, and look, he's got the night... I don't remember any nightmare sequences in the Justice League we got. 
No, there, there was, was no, there was no nightmare sequences. And I feel like the nightmare story arc, you know, this alternate look into the future is a, a pretty good excuse for him to go, you know what, I'm just going to bring Jared Leto in as, as Joker and we're just yeah. going to film, we're just gonna film some stuff. Wasn't there a nightmare sequence in the original though? Because Batman yeah, not, sort of... No, that's Batman versus Superman. It's B- BVS. Oh, ah, yeah. where he wakes up and he sees the dark side symbol yeah, yeah. on the yeah, ground. Ah, then, BVS. Okay, cool. Yep. So we, we got... And I, I think this is really cool having the Jared Leto Joker but done maybe how people kind of wanted to see him without all the face tats and delivering that creepy creepy line about we live in a society you know which is the meme which is just <laughs> which is really really cool and he's wearing a SWAT jacket yeah yes. well, no, what, what, what apparently what he's yeah what he's got he's got like a um, SWAT jacket and on it he's got all like the badges from different police officers that he's killed oh, like it just adorns like yeah. a, no, no, you don't you right. don't see it I've just heard yeah. a report yeah. Yeah. and right. that's kind of like they're his trophies oh wow um, yeah, dark man yeah like yeah. I mean <laughs> this is the R rating <laughs> yeah. right Yes. Um, what do we think? Uh, like, I know there's a there's a lot. We had a lot of chatter on the Discord. Mm. A lot of mixed responses. Uh, you know, we know not everyone loves the the color palette that Snyder uses. But are we excited? Is this made us more excited or less excited? Where do we see? Look, I, I'm intrigued to see more. I, I like I liked what I saw, but what I will say is I didn't think in this particular trailer there was nearly enough Batman or Wonder Woman. That's just my take. I think there was too much cyborg. Mm-hmm. I feel they're pushing the cyborg. cyborg yeah. But aside from that, I'm I would be happy if I don't see anything else. If yeah, I can yeah, stay away yep. and finally watch it, you know, in its four parts. Because I think if they release a 15 minute Aquaman trailer, yeah. I would have seen half the <laughs> half extra the cool footage. Yeah. You know, and they they will purposely pepper you with all the coolest stuff, sure. and then you go, you know, like a comical movie, you yeah. see all the best jokes, and yeah. then you go and see. You know, like Wonder Woman, you know, 84 was fantastic, but that sequence where he says, oh, there's a bin, you know, yeah, oh, yeah, that's art. I felt like I saw that two years ago. Yes. You know, I don't want to feel like yep. this was Justice, this new Justice. Yeah, yeah, no, justice, I hear Yeah. And, uh, that's the risk, yeah. especially given we don't have a date for anything happening with it in Australia. That's the risk that by the time... And it's, it's hard to find yeah. uh, stuff from HBO Max. Yeah, uh, well, I think Zach was even interviewed... Uh, to that effect, because there are we're not the only one. There are territories around the world where HBO Max hasn't launched. Yep, and he's got and they they said what do, what do these places do? How do they watch it? And he sort of basically just went, yeah, the marketing team is still working on that. Oh, okay. There's been some missteps. So he basically copped wow. to the fact he says, yeah, he goes, oh, whilst I'm really happy with the movie, the distribution is an issue as far yeah. as people being so how to watch it. Yeah, because I would like, I want to you know day that it drops. Sign me up for whatever service I need. I'm happy yep. to pay to Same watch here. this. I feel like it'll come somewhere because, you know, not just Australia, but if there's other multiple territories around the world that are missing out, yep. some probably service you've never heard of is going to do some sort of last-minute deal to get it because that's that's a huge feather in their cap yep. if you're the only way that an entire country can, can legally well, watch Well, I this. tend to think if it comes to Australia, there's only two methods it's going to come. It's going to come on... Home home video release like a Blu-ray DVD, or it's going to drop on. I hope it doesn't. It has to come digital. Or it's going to drop on Foxtel and Binge because they're the HBO exclusive. But then you sort of go, why why hasn't that deal already been done? Yeah, like well, they're, they're cutting it fine. <laughs> they are cutting it fine. <laughs> I, I hope it doesn't come uh, on the uh, digital media, uh, physical media. Way because it's meant to be released in four parts, isn't it? No, no, no. They, they, no, they, they've changed back. They've changed oh, it was too one, difficult. One it's going to be a four-hour feature film now. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, like, go, like Gone with the Wind. I've always wanted a Batman film that that rivaled Gone with the Wind for length. <laughs> and and Jesus. while this is not a Batman film, this is this is as close as I'm getting. If if that's how you're going to sell it to me, that that's, this is Batman Gone with the Wind, I'm sorry, I'm out. I, like <laughs> my parents would tell you, I've been saying that since I saw Batman '89. It should have been the length of Gone with the Wind. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> That's the only thing that was wrong with it. It wasn't the leaf for Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Look, in, in answer to, like, the trailer, like, this was a much better trailer than any of the other stuff we've seen. I, I was confused by the Joker sequence because you sit there and go, it's the same actor, but as far as I'm concerned, he's playing a different role. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's yeah, not no, the same Joker. It's a total, Every, everything. Yes, what, one division fa- has opened my eyes to anything these <laughs> yeah. days. Yeah, anything's so, possible. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a totally so this different is, interpretation. I, I, li- yeah. I like your yeah. idea that it's a nightmare sequence. I yeah, can I pretty sure totally accept that. So In which I, case, I hadn't yeah. thought of that before. You can forget the yeah. tats. You can forget all the, you know, the um, just the mannerisms and the voice are totally different. Um, I think that's going to confuse the, the average person when they go, wait, that's Jared Leto, but that's not the Joker. Like, I think there's some questions there to be answered, but I'm sure we'll see it in the film. Look, the, the colour palette you mentioned it just doesn't do it for me. Um, I think I shared a, a bit of a, a joke image in our <laughs> Discord <laughs> that friends? literally had the super friends, yeah. the big colourful yeah, grins and the yeah, smile, yeah. and then the Zack Snyder version of the same image in look like it had an Instagram filter over these random, like, sort yep. of bright spots and everyone was frowning. They're, they're all yeah. sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that just sums it up for me, uh, you know, uh, I think it'll be nice to see Cyborg because it was advertised originally that he was the heart of the movie, yep. yet he wasn't in it an awful lot no, in the no. original cut. I also, uh, my wife was speculating today, she went, do you reckon we're going to see any Joss Whedon footage? And I went, nope. No, no you're, not, you're not getting <laughs> not a single frame. Exactly. Wow. Not, not a single frame. So this is this is what I'm going to, I'm really excited. But the thing I'm secretly excited for is to pull out what was the Joss Whedon stuff like, and, you know, and, and go, oh, that was Joss Snyder, Whedon. Yeah. That was, yeah, you know, yeah, this interesting. is interesting. I just, I love the fact we're getting Snyder's vision. Like that, that is, that means a lot. At, at me. three and a half hours, you'll forget what happened in the first 20 <laughs> Pretty minutes. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I did want to make a final point just on colour palette. Sure. The, the really, like, and I would, I would agree, like seeing Wonder Woman in her later appearances and how they changed it up, like that's brilliant. That's what. She looks like. You mean Wonder Woman 84? Yeah, thought? like Wonder Woman yeah. 84, she's bright. It's yep. the same yeah. suit, yeah. but it's a different... Maybe it's even exactly the same. It's just mm. the filter's not on the camera yep. or whatever. But you go, that's beautiful and I prefer the look. But what, what I kind of... I go, well, look, that's Snyder's filmmaking thing. He's applied that and that's what he wants to do. And I'm going to roll with it. Like, I'm just going to go into it and go, yep, in another version we're going to get, they're going to be brightly coloured and it's going to look fantastic. Yep. It's going to look more like we like a comic book. Mm. But for Zach's version, he wants it to be more gritty and realistic and that's his take and that's part of the, the filmmaking direction. So I, I don't mind it. I can live with it. Mm. The other really interesting thing that he's done is he filmed a lot of shots for Justice League to come on IMAX. And what that means is normally when you watch a motion picture, you get an aspect ratio that is what you call letterbox. Mm. And it almost like you get black lines at the top and bottom of your television screen. This one is the square. You're going to get lines down the side of your TV. Yes. The aspect ratio is more of a square. Because so we'll he... be getting this on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much you right. can go back and watch it on, yeah. what is it? Your yeah. 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 I'm going to fire up the re- old re- CRT pro- re- and yeah. watch it on that. Real right? projection TVs. Yeah. <laughs> 
Damey's already got it at his, yeah, his um, home Same, yeah. backyard video store. Yeah. I think Chris Fresh is sitting pretty with his uh, mm. big uh, uh, tube screen as well. Yeah. <laughs> Very quickly, let's move on to the Mortal Kombat trailer, which dropped today. Film that was shot in our hometown of mm. Adelaide, which is really cool. I couldn't see the mall's balls or anything in any <laughs> of the footage. I didn't see any koalas. No, that's for sure, no. Yeah. But look, I mean, I... I was worried. Uh, the girl that worked next to me worked on, or as an accountant, worked on the film. And I know Frank's got a connection to someone who mm. was a first assistant um, photographer. Or, yeah, or uh, one of the primary camera primary people. Primary camera people. Yep. I, I was worried that this trailer hadn't dropped. You know, I mean, I know we're in a weird space with things going directly to streaming. And streaming services typically don't drop trailers until really close to the release date. But I was worried because this was a cinematic release and we, we hadn't seen anything. And to me, I was like, what's wrong with this mm. film that they haven't put a trailer out? This was tremendous. That um, choreography for some of the fight sequences, obviously they've, they've learned a lot since they did the original <laughs> Mortal Kombat film. Uh, but that fight sequence where it looks to me to be a kind of flashback to scorpion's character prior to him being reanimated as a, a sort of scorpion a demon yep. Yep, character just looked absolutely incredible well shot yep. well choreographed well acted i love the guy i love the actor that plays sub-zero he's he, i don't know his name but he's fantastic it, this just looked amazing and and that first sequence where jacks is going into yep. this um you know Building warehouse, warehouse, and, yeah. and, and like he gets his arms frozen and snapped off. Just really, really well done. So I'm, it, it beat my expectations, and mm. I'm super pumped. Yep, I tend to agree. I, I was very excited for this, and when it dropped, I uh, stopped all. Yeah, you know, I've had a very busy week at work without going into the details as to why. And I just, when I heard it was out, I said to the guys, stop what you're doing. This is what we're doing for the next two and a half minutes or whatever <laughs> it is we're watching this. And it was just uh, amazing. I love the fact that they've made. Sub Zero, essentially, as I can tell, the villain. Um, you know, he he's the reason Jax has metal arms. He, him and Scorpion have a bit of a showdown, and uh, that's very Mortal Kombat One, where he starts out as the villain, and he sort of over time became a good guy. I love Kung Lao. I love the fact that he's in there with that ridiculous hat oh, that shouldn't make any sense, but you see him like deflect a laser beam or whatever it is. Uh, we've got old mate Kano there as as the token Aussie Josh Lawson. Amazing the amount of comments that people just went. What do you mean Kano's an Australian? It's like, have you ever played the game? Because pretty much they based the fact that he's an Australian off that first movie that was, um, I forget the actor's name who played him, but he's a British guy. And as part of the direction for that very first movie in 95, whatever it was, they said, nah, nah, do it Australian. So it's a British guy doing an Australian accent, which is not great in the first place. But from that point, the, the game designers went, no, nah, we like that. Yeah, and he's ooh. our token Australian and <laughs> yep. he's a villain who swears and spits and all sorts of terrible stuff. So it's a, a great, to see Josh, great to see Josh Lawson, who's typically yeah. a very clean-cut sort of, you know, good boy, in a pretty filthy role for him. So it, There's a bit of a what looked like Indiana Jones kind of molar ram pulling out the heart. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Kano <laughs> holding a heart and go, Kano wins. <laughs> Hell. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Like it's just Pretty much. <laughs> I, I like the fact that there's a little bit of fatalities in there. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not just, you know, well, punching and yeah. things. But there's, you know, the, he throws him through the ice wall there's and use things. Of powers, and exactly. the, yep. uh, the, you know, resurrection of the uh, fired dragon of you yeah, know, the yes. dragon. that's yep. pretty cool so i'm uh, i'm i'm hyped it's, it's, it's again a... i don't want to see too much more no, now no, i think I just, i've seen enough yes but i, I needed to see something 100 you know, like percent. To... I, I needed to see a teaser trailer just like that 
and then now I just want to see the film. So yep. and good. blood knives. That's all oh, we need to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic! No, very good. We're running out of time, but we're going to quickly touch on Rad Plastic, which is the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles book. And it's been described as an art book um, by the author and really, really interesting compilation of a lot of prototype toy images and prototype design Mm. images. Um, do you want to do you want to just uh, touch on it? Frank's probably yeah. had uh, Frank and Darren probably have had the most time sitting with the book. I so imagine cr- Frank's had more than me. <laughs> so I brought it, brought it around to his place the week I got it. Yeah. Chris, Chris Fawcett is the, uh, the man behind the uh, book. So and, and he's uh, a big prototype yes, collector. Yeah. He's a um, toy designer, I believe. Yeah, he's by, a toy by designer. Trade. Yep. Yeah. So he, um, to Darren's point, uh, he sort of lent this to me right after we recorded one night. We didn't finish recording until about 11.30 and even despite it being me having to get up early the next day, I spent about the next hour till, you know, well after midnight pouring through this. Um, it is not what uh, people, and Chris is very upfront with this, if you're expecting a checklist and you want to match your accessories to the figure, this is not that kind of book. This is very much an art book. He was uh, come across a whole bunch of prototypes and sketches in particular of um, figures you know, figures that never got made, all sorts of stuff, and this is a pictorial history, I guess, of the line. You can see some of the prototypes, some of the early colour schemes we've even got here of, of King Lionheart, and you you know the figure. The figure is pretty much what came out in 92, but the colours are wildly different. There's also a really good uh, section at the front that talks about literally how toys were made. Mm. There's probably not um, – it doesn't apply these days, and these days are 3D renders and 3D printers and that sort of thing, but – all those terms you've heard about, you know, prototypes and rotocast and, you know, original moulds and stuff, it literally walks first you through. First shots. First shots, shots, that's the phrase, that sort of yeah. Stuff. Well, what's really interesting, I was um, sort of seeing the toy manufacturing process. A lot of the very, very first sculpts are done in clay mm. and then they basically take a cast of that, pour wax into it, and then they start to sculpt the finer details in the wax, which is a really interesting thing. So you might even see... I think in there there might even be like a scratch head that you can see done in clay and yep. it's really rough. Um, but just, yeah, fascinating to learn kind of the history and, and Chris would have had a lot of interactions with the designers um, of these lines yep. and, and as a toy designer himself would know the process. So I think it's fascinating to kind of get that insight. There's mm. some awesome artwork in there, that uh, prototype artwork like Shredder as Darth Vader, um, unreleased you know Shredder figures and things I know. You know, I just look for that in these books and I'm just blown away by the aspects that I, I hadn't seen. I think Ben calls that a pin-up page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's just amazing. There's almost every sub-series featured yep. in this book except for maybe the Stretch Armstrong Turtles and uh, I think there was one other. Uh, Action Fixture Adventure, the uh, boy Rob and Jay yeah. did an interview with these guys. So if you want to know more, listen to that because they've got the actual Chris on with them so that was really interesting to hear mm. from his point of view what and it only took him like three three years three years three years of uh, traveling the country oh, and that's doing the, these interviews. that's the Robin you know, Jay show isn't it he, Robin yeah, Jay yeah. show yeah, yeah so here in Australia we we just don't have access to these no. sort of uh, 
as you know prototypes. We could spend three hundred years and still yeah, not find them. Yeah. <laughs> so this is yeah. something so foreign to us, but uh, yeah. amazing to see in hand. So yeah, it's really cool. next level stuff. This is, you know, I know a few of the guys here, collectors that are super into lines, and so in Australia that they'll. I know someone who's got the uh, very first Dino Rider figure prototype yes, ever yeah. made, for yeah. example. Yeah. Um, and, and so he's imported that here. Massive Dino Riders fan. We have a few collectors like that to bring this stuff in. But you look at the volume that Chris has got access Huge. to in terms of the prototypes, and it dwarfs anything we, we've ever, we'll ever see down here. But really cool book. Just a few of the sort of specs on it. 400 pages. Mm-hmm. Beautifully designed and laid out. I mean, that it's a square book as well. It's square, which, I noticed, yeah. Yeah. which is, I think, very, very deliberate and very intentional. The layout is is absolutely beautiful. It, it's a it's a high quality book, hardcover, uh, glossy photographs, and like I said, four hundred pages of prototype and art goodness. Now, I think you can still order copies of Rad Plastic. I did notice today he was saying that he's very low. Very low. You can, so. you can email him for a quote international. Shipping quote, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, shipping to Australia is very expensive. It but, is. Uh, yeah, definitely if you're really keen, uh, check out the images online and things and, uh, yeah, hit Abs- him up. Absolutely. And I'd just say, um, for those wondering just what it covers, it, it encompasses the, the original line and the next mutation. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's like the first 12 years or, or something of mm. of the um, license. Property. Yep. Yeah. You know, quite a bit of history there. It doesn't go into anything past that, so no 2003 or, mm. or anything like that, but definitely well worth um, looking at if you're interested in history of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and how it began as a toy-based property. Definitely. Yeah, very good. All right, on that note, we're going to wrap this episode of Toy Power. Thank you very much for tuning in. And to all our patrons, thank you so much for your ongoing support. Uh, we hope you're keeping well and keep collecting, keep the chatter going, and we hope to see you around the toils. And try and avoid those T-stops. They get a bit bumpy after a while. <laughs> Until next time, good journey. You're having a dig at my tea stop. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher. And please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh.